Welcome back to Molly Nook Podcasts. I'm your host, Matt Wilkinson. In this episode, I am joined by two guests, Spencer and Jonah, who will introduce themselves later on. The topic of this episode is a discussion about a short film that the three of us made together, called A Trip Into the Movies, which is available to watch at mollynookfilms.com. The plot follows a young man whose afternoon matinee at the movies becomes the adventure of a lifetime when an evil wizard spell pulls him through the screen and into three short films. A Trip Into the Movies was made in collaboration with Lifelink PSU and features its students as the cast of this production. Lifelink is a special education program for students with disabilities between the ages of 18 and 21 who attend the State College Area School District, which gives them the opportunity to take college classes at the Pennsylvania State University. This episode was recorded at the Lifelink classroom on campus, so I apologize if the audio isn't the greatest, as all three of us were in person to record this episode together. But as always, thanks for listening. It started. Yay. This is, all right, here we are. This is actually a big deal, because uh, this is my first ever all-in-person recording. We're all in the same room. Oh, really? When yeah. did you start? Well, the reason I started the podcast is because um, I launched the website Molly Nook Films, and then within maybe two months, it was like, you can't go outside anymore. So it, it was, it, I couldn't film anything. And the reason that I pivoted to podcasts for that brief period was because filming was shut down. It was right, it was in 2020, so it was right within the span of, of lockdowns and, and concerns over coronavirus. Well, you could have done what Bill Burnham did. Yeah, I could have made a weird, trippy, <laughs> yeah. But I, I decided to do podcasts, and I think they're really cool. Because they actually give you the chance to, to like, talk about interesting topics and not have to worry about like, oh, how what video am I going to use for that? It just feels more casual and more relaxed, mm -hmm. um, which is like an amazing transition. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for setting that up. For me. <laughs> it's an amazing transition into the topic today, which is talking about how we made a movie in the span of five days. Literally five days. Yeah, literally. Or yeah. four. No, four. Bit, yeah. yeah, four basically. Yeah, yeah. So before we actually jump into the the history of it, uh, since there's three of us here, let's all go around and introduce ourselves. Maybe name, just first name, and um, I guess since this was a LifeLink joint, maybe like our role with LifeLink. Cool. You want to start? Uh, I'm Jonah, and I was the lead role. Perfect. <laughs> and you go to school, or you do school through LifeLink? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I'm Spencer. I was a full-time para with Lifelink for uh, fall of 2021. Uh, what was it? Yeah, yeah. I directed this movie. Yeah. Wrote it with you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it's funny to use words like that because it feels like it came together in such a crazy natural way that it barely feels like I was in control. It feels more like I was just like riding a crazy yeah. animal. <laughs> I know. No, the whole the whole process is so absurd to me. But I, I mean, the end result speaks for itself. It's like a great throwback um, kind of. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not a montage. It's a collection of short films. Um, like vignettes. I yeah. don't know if there's a better word. For well, that. what is it like? Uh, there's a specific word, right? Yeah. For that type of film. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's like what Creep Show is. You've seen that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this movie was made in association with, or I think at the start it says Lifelink Presents. I mean, right. Yeah, so you're in Lifelink. Yeah. I mean, how do you, how does it feel being able to go to college? It's amazing. 
Um, not to mention that I can use my pencil ID to sneak into Beaver Stadium in the beginning of the student <laughs> section. That's amazing. Yeah, that's I a pretty big perk. I didn't even have a student ticket, and yeah. they just asked for my ID. Yeah, and you just got it. Yeah, and yeah. just that, like, you can choose from so many topics. Uh, you just hope that the class you choose actually works out. Right. <laughs> That's how college goes in general, though. Yeah. But you have a lot more choice here yeah. than you would have had at the yeah. school. So let's jump into the movie now. Yeah. Firstly, I want to just do a, a whip around. Uh, was how many or how much experience had you had prior to filming it, <sighs> making a short film? If you're I'm literally holding up a zero right now. Yeah, none. So, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Spencer? No experience whatsoever. I know nothing in reality about making a movie, uh, but I grew up making movies with my friends and writing them and filming them and editing them. So I'm familiar, at least on the base level, with how the process works, even if I have no official experience whatsoever. Right. Um, well, I think one of the cool things about this podcast, maybe this could be the goal that we set up for ourselves by the end is if someone is interested in creating a film, like what does it take, right? Because yeah. we made this with zero budget with kind of working around the schedules of other people mm -hmm. doing classes, mentors in particular, their classes, mm -hmm. uh, what they wanted to do throughout the day, lunch. It was also during finals week too. So yeah. like, that was like... That was the only reason we were eliminating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the, all that's all that lifelink students were here, but there was still a lot of scheduling that had to go in. Like we had to make sure that, oh, well, we can't film this part this day because we have to go to the Palmer, right? So what does it take to make a to make a short film? Like what are the, what are the pieces? Because I think it's a lot easier than you might think. But I also think you just have to make sure you hit these four or five points that we'll get into, right? It's definitely like you want... You can't take your time. You can take your time, but you have to get it done efficiently. Yeah. Like you could take as long as you want, as long as you're getting getting it done efficiently. Yeah. yeah. There is a great one of my favorite um, directors, who's a French director from the 1960s, uh, had a quote. It's uh, Jean Luc Godard. He said, "If I have 30 days to make a movie, um, the first 28 days I allow myself to make mistakes, knowing that on the last two days, that's when I have to fix them all." That's basically what we did. <laughs> that is essentially what we did. We we went uh, full send, so to speak, yeah. into just making it um, and really committing, really committing to it, yeah. uh, knowing, uh, relying very heavily on your ability, Matt, to fix it in post. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, so that's one of the things that I think the most important thing is you need to have someone thinking about the edit. Yes. Yeah. Let's actually go through it from the beginning, though, and talk about each day and maybe yeah. what we learned from as we evolved. Because I think day one was kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, well, in preparation for day one, it, it's kind of yeah. funny looking back on how we prepared for this. Mm -hmm. Because um, I knew that we would get to day one and it would be flying by the seat of our pants no matter what. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we wrote out pretty much a rough outline of the movie, yeah. but we hadn't even really filled in all of the details mm -hmm. until hours before we started doing any of it. Um, so yeah, day one. Wow, oh, sorry, you're actually making a good point. Maybe we should even go back further. Yeah. Um, no, I actually think writing the writing process should come up with the things because especially for day three when we went to the Palmer, there's a very particular reason that we wrote day three the way we did right so let's continue sorry so. so so i mean starting at the beginning the the whole genesis of this project came from 
the the fact that we're here together, yeah. Matt and I, making um, making a uh, documentary, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, but, for the new, for yeah. Right. Thing. Right. Oh, you're right. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, working together on a more serious uh, project, mm-hmm. uh, but the idea came up just because uh, finals week here at LifeLink is unique. All of the Penn State student mentors are either taking finals or they've already gone home for the semester. So we have a week of free time and uh, we had the idea to see if we could throw together uh, a movie mm-hmm. in that week starring all of the LifeLink students. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, uh, the, the, the sort of creative genesis of the movie came from playing with ideas of how we could use um, different styles of movie making, yeah. different looks. Um, different uh different uh character ideas genres. different genres yeah. <clears throat> all swirled into the same thing so we it's came up anthology. with this idea yeah. that's yeah. the one yeah yeah, that's the anthology anthology yeah. Film. i came up with it i almost googled it i got it yeah. it's an anthology film. an anthology yeah. film about um a couple different other movies in yeah. which our protagonist goes to see those movies and ends up sucked into them that seemed like a really natural way to tie together different threads yep tumbling through um what did you think of the premise jonah it's kind of a hard pitch I liked, I, I did, I was really intrigued by the idea. Yeah. Just the fact, I mean, I never really seen a movie like that where it's just, you know, some dude just gets sucked yeah. into the movie. Like, some dude who's also very apathetic. I love that your performance is amazing to me because I just love how over it you are, especially by the third one. It's very it's funny. Like, it's very funny. Yeah. And I think it informs the atmosphere so well. But sorry, please continue. No, it's just that, like, you know, you it's just a great idea, Thanks. and you came up with a really good idea. <laughs> good. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel when we approached you and asked you? To oh, be I was honestly, eh, yeah. about it at first. Yeah. yeah. But once, like, by third day of filming, I was like, okay, this is yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. I think we should skip ahead right now. Actually, to talk about. I thought. What was amazing for me, if we had another week to film this movie, Jonah, I can't, like, you, your performance from day one to day three was, like, an amazing yeah. uh, escalation. I thought you got so much more, com- I think just because you became more comfortable on camera, Yeah, you became so much more confident with your dialogue and your delivery. I Yes, if we had another week, like, who knows, if we had that Western bit that Spencer and I cut, who knows what that would <laughs> yeah, have true. Out, like, oh, I kind of wanted that. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we barely had time I mean, to do what we did, but yeah. that was a fun idea. Did you feel like you got more confident as the movie? Most went on? definitely. Yeah, I, I I kind of inferred for you, but like, what are some of the reasons you think that that happened? Uh, just the fact that you know, like, oh, like, like, oh crap, I'm gonna be on a movie. I'm yeah. gonna be in a movie, and not many people get to have that experience. Yeah, yeah, well, that's definitely true. Hopefully, more people feel like they have the opportunity to have that experience. I would love to see more people just making things on their phones you know caleb sent right. me just hilarious little short stuff that he does um that's kind of going away no i i know i know what you're talking about i like the fact that this seemed to get a lot of the lifelink students yeah. interested in doing this kind of thing and in terms of uh being more confident on camera it's a little bit like anything else you know practice yeah. uh but i think that it's a little bit of a microcosm so to speak of something that lifelink does really well yeah. which is uh, uh, give give the students the space to uh, get practice and gain more confidence about things that maybe you wouldn't have the opportunity to do yeah. otherwise. And even though this is a 
creative endeavor, just a fun thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it came together in a really cool way that yeah. gave everyone an opportunity to grow in a particular way. Absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know, Jonah, have you been thinking about this movie at all in your day to day since then? Yeah, it was actually, I kind of went back and watched it last night. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> How do you think it turned out? It turned out very well. I thought so too. I wasn't, I mean, the movie, well, let's go back to day one. Day one was kind of a mess. Let's, let's, let's set the stage. I had been, uh, I had gotten my second dose of the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, you were out of it. The yeah. day before. Yep. I was totally out of it. I watched that footage back and I'm like, oh, we could have done this so much differently if my brain yeah. had been fully functioning. I was exhausted. <laughs> I remember too. I was functioning on very little sleep, and I. Uh, but I think it's sort of locked out of your apartment. I oh, I did. <laughs> that was that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first. Yeah, I got home and uh, I didn't have my keys, and my girlfriend had already fallen asleep, and uh, I had no way of waking her up, and I was just locked out of the apartment. And I would briefly consider just sleeping on the floor <laughs> of the apartment. She happened to wake up at like twelve twenty or something. How long did you wait? Oh, like an hour and a half. Oh, it was Jesus. brutal. It, it crossed the threshold of me thinking that I was going to be spending a homeless <laughs> night. Um, but yeah. yes, that was the night before that, I yeah. think. Because I remember also being exhausted, but it yeah. sort of crossed from being tired into like a sort of manic zone. Yeah. Where the energy was very high until it wasn't. Right. <laughs> uh, no, I definitely. And you uh, did not get given a script until minutes before we started shooting. Yes. That so, was, you, uh, so I had like, yeah, so I had like a minute to maybe a minute and a half to like uh -huh. really go over yeah. these lines and remember them. And it was just. That was, was another questionable decision. Yeah. Not uh, having a script ready. Yeah. If yeah. we had, if we had actually planned this out mm -hmm. uh, in an, a more meaningful way. Uh, the script the script would have been in everyone's hands a while ago. We yeah. would have done a table read. Yeah. Uh, but this came together so rapidly yeah. that we were literally just handing everyone the script minutes before yeah. we filmed. So maybe that's the first uh, bullet point in what does it take to make this is you should have a script <laughs> and you should have all your actors read it. Yeah, the first, first, first bullet read. point is don't do what yeah. we did. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's important. I think it speaks to the, the one of the reasons that's important is, is, uh, it gives people the opportunity to really think about their characters and how they're going to do their lines. Jonah, we actually dubbed. We recorded all of your lines again, just in case we needed to dub any. Yeah. I used none of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I noticed that. Your performance on the first day, despite not having a script, turned out really great. You hear yeah. that, Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I did do, the only thing is, since everyone was wearing masks, it gave me the opportunity in the edit to... Um, uh, anything that happened on screen I could use. So I actually um, used a take of you looking like you felt really bad that you missed the line. That's not you acting, that's you going, oh shoot, I missed the line. Yeah. When you put your hands <laughs> down. But that's just a great example of, since everyone was wearing their masks, we were able to kind of mess with the material. Yeah, it gave us an unexpected degree of flexibility yeah. um, with the shots because we're, we didn't have to worry about mouths lining up, yeah. which is honestly <laughs> really nice in a situation where no one had the lines until a minute before we started filming. Yeah. How'd you feel coming out of day one, though, Jonah? Exhausted. Yeah. And I had to go work with, I work on after school programs yeah, with right. little kids and being tired yeah. Just from that, <laughs> yeah, it's not a good combo. Right? No, and you you do that basically every day. Right? I, it's exhausting. So that it's, was that was a very long week for all of us. Yeah. Every, yeah. 
Yeah, it's hard being the main character. You, you'd be surprised how much of your energy is taken up by even just like the mental preparation of the year. Yeah. Like, um, but let's move on to day two, because day two was, um, was that our first day at the Palmer? Day two was, oh man. Yeah, Palmer I was think Wednesday. I, yes, yeah, and then we, it would we skipped been. Monday. We, we so. didn't do any filming at all on Monday yeah. of that week. We yeah. just planned. Yeah. So um, the Palmer, first of all, amazing we got in. It is That's amazing. Um, yeah, I contacted the Palmer, and uh, they were they were cool with it. I think that maybe the only reason they were cool with it is because I didn't mention that the plot involved stealing a painting. <laughs> uh, I made no mention of that in the uh, preparatory email. So when we walked in the door with Zachary and Jackson dressed as bandits, mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> the lady talking to us at the Palmer was like, oh, are we stealing things today? <laughs> I assume she said that because she knew. That's so funny. No, I gave yeah. her no advance warning yeah. that we were doing that. That's so funny. Uh, but it, it ended up working out really well. Yeah. Uh, I think that the Palmer. We had our own painting, too. So yes, we it did was... it. We did use our own painting. I think, did you think being in the Palmer made your performance feel more real? Because you actually got to have a set behind you instead of just being in a, a hallway pretending it's a spaceship? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I especially like, honestly, my favorite to like the, um, at the, where I'm going to jump ahead here. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but that the state theater and yeah. definitely the, um, uh, Palmer, mm-hmm. yeah. those were my two favorite places. It, it felt really good to be on the set in those places. And exactly. I, kinda, I kind of saw you come alive in a special yeah. way in those places. Oh, I agree. Um, I think everyone felt more. I felt it felt more like making a real movie when yeah. we actually had like a real museum yeah. or a real theater that we could just be in. Right. So maybe that's another bullet point, right? Is try to have as many real spaces as possible. Yeah. Could you yeah, imagine yeah. if we'd gone with my original plan and just film the whole thing on green screens? <laughs> yeah, it would have felt a lot more it would have been like an episode of Muppets. <laughs> yeah, as much as I like the way that that looks, yeah. honestly, yeah. Um, it was so cool to be able to film inside the Palmer and the State Theater. I love those shots where we see Jonah walking into the State Theater and yeah. sitting down and the shot of him watching the... Um, Watching the werewolf who yeah. loved on the screen is is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but it, Jonah, I, I was gonna ask you, um, since you had no experience with this, was there a point at all where you felt like um, you began to understand what like the performance? I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this. Like you didn't come into this as an actor. Was Absolutely there a, not. Was there any point in it where you actually felt like you were acting? Day three. Yeah. Yeah. Day, day three. I can uh, tell. Yeah. Where, yeah. where it se- kind of seemed like a switch was flipped for you. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. scene that you do with Aranya, I'm so glad we shot that towards the end because both of your performances are genuinely really great. <laughs> yeah, you guys nailed it. Yeah. You guys nailed it. The way that you deliver those lines, and it's such an, it's such an important moment, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think day two and day three kind of go hand in hand because the focus I wanted to put on those two was the fact that we had the real spaces. State Theater was kind of an amazing space because at Palmer Museum, and it makes total sense, we had her following us around, making sure we were, you know, not touching paintings and stuff. Uh-huh. But at the State Theater, we showed up and the guy was like, all right, if you need me, I'll be in the booth. Right, right. Speak. We had total freedom. That I day. think I think I also appreciated, though, too, like, I mean, obviously, theater. Yeah. Like, he was appreciating yeah. that we were oh, using sure. yeah. that space. Yeah, they were like that we were using it. Yeah. And there was another highlight about being at the theater that you mentioned. What was it? Oh, yeah, I got free popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. That, that was really funny. I... 
I handed that popcorn to you, and I wasn't sure how long the popcorn had been sitting, like, in the bag <laughs> out there. So I was like, maybe don't eat that. And then, like, the next time I checked, you had eaten half the bag. So. <laughs> I know. It's a little continuity error is if you watch Aranya at the beginning give him the popcorn bag, there's less in it. Yeah, <laughs> because we filmed that scene after, backwards. and you had eaten yeah. most of the popcorn. Yeah. yeah, I think the bag also ripped a little bit, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Actually... That's a great, so day four, our final day of filming, um, and I bring this up for a specific reason, was the majority of the spaceship stuff. Mm-hmm. Firstly, the alien costume, amazing. I think I think it turned out great. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I regret about filming the sci-fi thing is I kind of wish in hindsight I had pushed, or I had pushed myself to do for color, just because of how great the alien costume was. Yeah, there were so many colors in those yeah. costumes. Um, the 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 astronaut costumes too. They all yeah. um, like the the colorful tubes that they were using. Yeah, and I feel like the the like laser battle sequence would have yeah. looked really those, cool that in is color. Cool. In color, they're red. Just a little behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm glad that we did. Uh, I ask how I wish they sound like Tie Fighters. Yeah. Too. Yeah. No, they. They. Uh. I thought that turned out so well. Yeah, I was so yeah, impressed yeah. when I saw that for the yeah. first time. I was like, "Whoa!" That was so much fun. I didn't, didn't expect it to look that good. That was something. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. I was, but that that was something that if I was eleven and I had the capability of doing that, I would just be pumping out Star Wars. Yeah, you've just been doing that all the time. I mean, I yeah. definitely tried when yeah. I was when I was like twelve. I definitely tried to do stuff like that, but yeah. I wasn't anywhere near this good. So. Well, day four is funny, too, because we had to put up with, we had to film around a very strange circumstance because we were filming in the morning in the hub's basement, uh-huh. and we kept getting interrupted by... The hub employees? Yeah, people going to work. Yeah, because we were, <laughs> we were, we were filming around people going to work. We weren't filming in the hallway. And it was like, us is so hard because like, we were filming where you could see the Penn State bookstore. Yeah. Yeah. If you pause it when the alien is down the, the ramp before I zoom in... It does say, buy used books <laughs> behind her. Yeah, it's extremely obvious. <laughs> uh, and day four has my favorite continuity error in it. The movie's chock full of continuity errors. That's that's part of it, the fun though. The charm of of this movie is that it feels very low budget indie. It's just being made for fun. Um, but day four has my favorite continuity error because Amani, who played the captain, uh, when we told her she's playing the captain, she said, oh, like Ellen Ripley. Yeah. And then on day four, she showed up with a, a haircut, and she said, I got it to look like Ellen Ripley. Yep. And I was like, oh, perfect. Well, don't put it in a ponytail. And that's why when she turns the corner, she is for <laughs> she Ellen Ripley. goes from hair. having yeah. one style of hair to another. Yeah. But it's just like a great, like that's, that moment for me felt really good because it's like, you know, you make this thing and you hope that they're enjoying themselves. Yeah. But the fact that that happened was really great. Yeah. But yeah. Some, some of the most fun that I had while making this was, um, I uh, since I worked as a pair for the entire fall and got to know all of the students really well, um, I tried to write parts that I knew would fit well for the students. Yeah. Um, I was so excited when Imani just threw herself completely into the role as yeah. captain. Like from day one, first line delivery, she yeah. was on top of it. She was amazing. Just like trying yeah. her absolute best. And that made me so happy. Yeah. Uh, Julie and Lexi are good friends in real life, mm-hmm. so I wanted to pair them together as astronauts. Zach and Jackson had a great opportunity, I think, as the bandits because yeah. they basically were just being themselves. Yeah. Like they, in in real life, they just slink around everywhere, and <laughs> joke around, and high five yeah. each other, and like and you, 
you just it, that's 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 what I I had a lot of fun taking elements of people's real life personalities yeah. and trying to amp them up for whatever story we were going for. And Zach in particular, this is something I didn't know about him, but he came up to me during day four and he went, "I have reference footage I want you to watch." Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> really? And he showed me he showed me clips from old movies that he really likes, and it's Sabrina the Teenage Witch episode. You're kidding. No, Zach did that? Zach. That's so cool. He was like, you got to make sure that we do the speed up right. Because he'd seen the speed up really? from the really? trailer. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? That's yeah. really cool. I uh, love that. Stuff like that is yeah. just like, wow. I'm so glad we made this movie because clearly it opened up their minds to exactly. all these creative ideas. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know how often Zach gets to talk about that stuff, but we had like a really long conversation about montage, about black and white. It was cool. That's very cool. Yeah. And then um, the, like the... The decision to have you, Jonah, be the protagonist was very intentional. Um, I I know that you had no acting experience going into it. I knew that you might be nervous about it going into it or not really know if it's such a good idea. But I I liked the idea of you just being you. And that that's kind of that's kind of what I was talking about, where I, I tried to find a sort of window for each of each of the students as cast members to be themselves in a particular way. And I feel like once you started really getting into your role, it was when you realized that you could just do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you, you're amazing. I love, in the third, on the fourth day we were doing, you actually ad-libbed the line, which made it in. Amani says, let's get you home. And you say. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, that's really funny. And that's that wasn't in the script. Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> Did you feel by the fourth day that you were like, you were like, I got this. Yeah. Yeah. But 100% for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. You definitely did. Which, which you know, I, as happy as I am with how this turned out, it does make me regret not getting started on it sooner. I yeah. mean, I don't know how we could have, like, the Lifelink, especially working as a pair at Lifelink, it's just so chaotic every yeah. single day. There's, realistically, it wouldn't have been very doable for me to get started any sooner. But right. um, with that said, it would have been so much fun yeah. to really get into it like a week or two in advance and have everyone get super comfortable with what they were going to do. But then, you know, the other part of this too, is I love seeing the process unfold where you can, you can feel like in your case, Jonah, especially, but I think with everyone to some degree, uh, just knowing, knowing everyone personally, you can see them sort of ease into it and like get into it and really have fun with it. And suggest, so the part where Noah and, Caleb died. Like slip on banana peels. The mushroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. The mushroom very, crowd. Very funny bit. There was another moment where <laughs> their creative juices were just flowing because Noah said, "Oh, you should put a mushroom cloud in, yeah. like an explosion." Yeah, was wasn't it also hilarious. Noah who said, "Are we dead?" Yeah. yeah. The funniest <laughs> moment of the entire day yeah. shooting. Noah on the ground was like, "Are we dead?" And I was like, "Yeah." Well, we. I'm pretty sure we we weren't really planning on killing them. Yeah. But it was such a funny thing yeah. that both Noah and Caleb just kind of defaulted to being to dead. Being dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, all right. Yeah, it was like that. a Charlie Chaplin very, type of very movie. Much, very but much. One of the th- reasons that there was a silent movie section is not only because it's a great era to live in in an anthology film, because you really get to play with the um, that realm of, of movie making, but also because there were some people who were really interested or excited about being in it, but who didn't want to have lines. And how do you add a character who's very dynamic and has a lot to do, but without lines, you do a silent movie. Mm-hmm. And it's my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, mine too. I yeah. think that that worked beautifully because, uh, yeah, the, this, 
the specific casting choices there, it was all people who told us yeah. that they didn't want to have a speaking part. Yeah. Um, and I think that the silent the silent movie is a great move there. Yeah. Um, this whole this whole podcast series for twenty twenty two is all about universal design for performance, and cool. I think this is a great example of that. Where you know, I think performing is something that's very integral to everyone, whether mm -hmm. we know it or not. Performing, but also watching other people perform. You know, we watch TV every day. Mm -hmm. So I think being able to find ways to give people that opportunity and be able to tailor it, that experience so that they have the most fun possible. Like that was the goal of this. Yeah. yeah. And it's amazing how well it turned out. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, also, sorry, just really quickly, Chofa. How was acting silent movie? Because you actually got bigger. You started to do more over the top acting because you have to. You did. How did yeah. that feel? Uh, it was definitely an adjustment. Uh, I was so used to the, just lines and I wasn't given a script yeah. for, <laughs> for, for obvious reasons. Right. Uh, but it was just more that when you when you're doing a silent movie, you have to do more with your body than you than yeah. you ha than you do when you're you know using dialogue. Right? Yeah, and it's perfect. It turned out really great. The way that you you uh, scratch your chin when you're thinking or you do this when you're thinking about oh that's how I'm gonna get to the next movie. Yeah, really cool. that's that's a good moment. Yeah, yeah. I really I really liked giving the opportunity for a different kind of communication yeah. in the movie. Um, there's a, uh, there's a part of me that thinks the movie would have been better if the whole thing had been silent just because, you know, you mentioned that before, right? Honestly, I, I love having all of the dialogue in it. Mm -hmm. I love giving the opportunity for someone like Imani, who yeah. is so expressive yeah, to be able to express herself in that way. And I know that she would just feel limited in a silent movie. Um, and that goes back to tailoring. And then of course, we'll just throw this out there. We have the crossover with the world we love. Can't do that silent. It's yeah. a perfect moment. Though. Right, it is. Yeah. I was telling Caleb earlier this, but that moment for me, it's like the shortest span of nostalgia, like the shortest time span that I've ever had where I feel nostalgia for something. Because we shot that movie in 2019, The World Who Loves. Seeing him in the makeup again was awesome. Mm -hmm. That's such a great character for him. Yeah, it's the, something that he wrote himself, that he thinks about constantly. And to give him the chance to play that character. He loved it. He, it absolutely, he absolutely loved it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you were firing on all cylinders. It was a great, that scene is so funny. Yeah, that scene is really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah. guess. I guess that's a, like that, that's kind of the, that's it, yeah. one of my biggest takeaways from this, maybe my biggest takeaway from this is just, it's really exciting to me that the, um, the process that we chose for this yeah. ended up giving pretty much everyone the opportunity yeah. to, uh, be creative in a way that works for them. Yeah, that's that's a really cool thing about this, and it makes me wish that we had more time. Yeah, just because we we literally filmed this movie in four days. That I think it turned out great for what it is, and it's yeah. it's a cool reference point. And I'm so glad that you say that too, because even the role who the person who has the smallest role in the movie is Joey. Yes, but. There, he, there was nothing he wanted to do more than drive. No. Oh, yeah. he's when he's driving the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having a time of his life. Yep. Yeah, he's a quiet guy, but scene. that yeah. scene he was laughing yeah. like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. So um, I guess what I'm going to do is I want to uh, kind of take all of the thoughts that we've kind of freely thrown out and maybe ask each of us to do a a final wrap up. Like maybe <laughs> what was the what did we learn from this, right? And maybe we can go around uh, and each say. But that is. Do you want to start, Jonah? Yeah, quite honestly, if I if I ever had the opportunity to do this again, I would. Yeah, cool. That's amazing. That's good to hear. And I think 
you know, if we'd asked you prior to this, we're going to make three movies in a row, probably you would say no. <laughs> yeah. But now, having done it, having had, like, genuinely a great time, I would, I would really hope that you'd do this again. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun to make a sequel for you and the William, the evil wizard. Oh, yeah. William was outstanding. Yeah. William, William was outstanding. outstanding. We haven't mentioned him once, but... Yeah. I loved William's performance, and the only reason he wasn't in it more is because he was out of yeah. school until that Friday, the last day of filming. Yeah, and and he uh, just knocked it out of the park. He, he did. He showed up. We gave him his script, and then twenty minutes later, he walked in with the wizard robe and that he brought. <laughs> he brought it from home. And the staff. And yeah. his staff that he brought from home, and he just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. he's good movie. enough that he has a commanding presence in the movie, despite being yeah. in it for all of a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, anything else? Sorry, I cut you off. No, that's yeah. basically it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, cool. it was super fun. What about you, Spencer? Um, well, since since I spent the fall working with LifeLink, uh, mostly just in a teaching way, helping the students do things that they need to for school. It was like a nice really, change for you. It was a nice change for me. And it was also, it was honestly just very exciting for me to open up a creative space mm-hmm. for all of the students, to get everyone working together toward like this common creative goal, a, a, creating a space where we can all just kind of have fun with it, especially as like a, a victory lap on the semester. Um, and it was also just very inspiring for me, you know, moving forward to see how something like this can work. Yeah. Um, making a movie with people with uh, totally diverse ways of thinking uh, and giving them all a space where they can be creative. Yeah. I think the big takeaway for me is, is that we have 14 lifelink students and we said we want to make a short movie and all 14 of them were like yeah that's great yeah that sounds cool so i think i think for me the important thing is like modeling the films as goal is kind of universal in the sense that i just want to see more people have the opportunity to do that in a safe space that gives them the chance to really hone and hone their skills or like you know zone in focus in on the things that they like about performing so I thought this was super successful in that respect. And it's, you know, the edit was amazing. I could do a whole separate podcast about the edit and why I made all the decisions I made. But I think ultimately what work, what makes the movie work is the fact that everyone in it, like, cared about it, right? Yes. We all made something that's a ton of fun. Yeah. And now that's just something that we can look back at and say, wow, wasn't that a great time? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It, it was really fun to work with you on this. Um, Thanks. It was I see your process. It was fun to work with both of you mm-hmm. on this. Um, it was great, Spencer. I'm glad I had someone doing all the producing work for me because I really don't like doing that. It kind of, it, it, just a quick aside, it's yeah. funny for me to have done this with you because, like, just thinking back to like how long we've known each other, yeah, like Matt and I have known each other since we were like 11, maybe, yeah, actually, uh, yeah, I but like sixth grade and we had lunch together when I was in sixth grade. My so. earliest memories yeah. of hanging out with you are sitting at lunch having like. Yeah. bad Italian dunkers <laughs> yeah. and talking about oh, this, those, yeah. those school Italian <laughs> dunkers were brutal <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah uh that's but it's funny that like at that point in my life in middle school like <laughs> one of my biggest hobbies was making just like amateur films with yeah. my close friends yeah we never did that together no. But it's funny that at this point in our lives, we're doing We're that. just doing that, yeah. Yeah, here we are, years like later. a higher production value. Yeah. yeah. And a higher goals, I would say. Yeah. Um, so, that's the podcast. Jonah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it really was. Anything else you think you should say? Uh, I had, a, I had a, It was really fun. Awesome. <laughs> good. I had a good time. I didn't get to the episode ends. Nice to talk to you guys. <laughs>
Thanks again for listening to Molly Nook Podcasts. The intro song, and the song that you're listening to now, was written and performed by Anna Miller.